we have, as you've seen, we've got our Vision Builders Dinner coming up in just two weeks' time. And, and so we're just speaking into the vision of the church this month, which is awesome. Last week, Pastor Tim talked about reach because with, with our Vision Builders Giving, we have three mandates to build, no, sorry, to reach, to build, and to care. Can everyone say that with me? Ready? To reach, to build, to care. So last week, Pastor Tim talked into the area of reaching lost people and he, he shared some of the things that we've been doing with the finances that are given. So for anyone who, who is brand new or maybe you're not, you've been around for a while, but you don't really understand vision builders, you know, the tithe is the first 10% of our income and actually it doesn't belong to us, it belongs to God. And so when we tithe, we're actually returning to God what belongs to Him, okay? Vision builders is above and beyond and that's the, the title of our series this month is above and beyond. Vision Builders is going, okay, God, I've returned my tithe to you, but I'm actually going to give a bit more. And so, um, you know, as Tim said, for Tim and I, we pray every year. We go, God, what would you like us to pledge, to commit to this year? And we have a dinner every year where the entire church, 11 locations all come together. And together we all, and on the Sunday as well, if you can't make the dinner, we do it on the Sunday too. But we all come and we say, this is what we feel. And you don't, publicly say it you write it down you know this is what I feel God has asked us as a family or individual couple whatever to give this year and we make that pledge and the heart is right that we would have 100% involvement and 100% fulfillment so what that means is 100% involvement every single one of us are involved in some way so every single one of us says yep you know what I'm going to be a builder I'm going to I'm going to give. I'm going to I'm going to let my money reach people that I could never reach on my own. I'm going to let my money build things that I could never build on my own. I'm going to let my money care for people that I could never care for on my own. So that's what um, that commitment is. And so 100% involvement. And I just, I just truly believe, you know, have you ever seen like when there's a cause of some kind and people rally around that cause, right? And you get all sorts of protest marches and, you know, there's, there's like people rallying around this cause. Um, and the, the unity that is in that, like, it's like, you know, these people you don't even know, but it's like, don't mess with them, you know, because you're united for this cause. And I really believe as C3 Penrith, as we um, more than ever before all say, yep, I'm going to get involved, I, I truly believe there's going to be a unity that comes into this place that we have never experienced before. There's gonna, it's going to be a supernatural unity and a bond that comes because we've all said, yep, I'm in, I'm in. And 100% fulfillment. So basically that's meaning don't overcommit, you know, leave leave a gap that only God can fill, but don't overcommit and, and make sure that we fulfill it 100%, that we don't just say, oh God, I'm going to give you $100,000 this year. And then, you know, there's actually like seriously no way that you could do that. So let's not do that, okay? Let's let's be realistic. There's faith and there's sacrifice, but let's also be realistic and so that we can all fulfill the amount that we say. And so I want to encourage anyone who's sitting here today or listening online to our podcast, um, if, if you put a pledge in last year and you haven't yet fulfilled that, I really want to encourage you to, to try and do that by June 30th. Or if you can't, just give what you can. But let's all go really make an effort to fulfill those pledges that we made. Amen? All right. So, um, yes, last week, Pastor Tim talked about reaching and there is a podcast now. You can go to iTunes, you can, on podcast, you can search C3 Penrith and it's got all our messages that are preached. So, you never have to miss one. But, hey, don't miss it. Be in church. <laughs> 
Um, so this week we're talking about build. We're talking about building. So um, transformed lives is, is the whole heart behind Vision Builders. It's seeing lives transformed through reaching, through building, through caring. All right, so part of transforming lives and seeing people saved People, seeing people know Jesus and growing in him. Part of that happens when we have church locations, when we have buildings, when we have college campuses so people can be trained and go out and then um, preach the word and run locations and all that sort of thing because Pastor Phil has a vision to see 100 locations in Sydney. Now, if we're going to see 100 locations, then we need 100 location pastors, which means we need people to go to C3 College and get trained. So we need C3 College locations and buildings. Yes? Got it? Good? With me? So we want to see transformed lives. So the three key elements, like I've said, is to reach all people with the good news of Jesus Christ, to build C3 locations and C3 College campuses, and to care for the vulnerable and lost people in our community and overseas. Um, so the amount pledged last Vision Builders Dinner, we said this last week, but we'll do it again today, is 2.5 million, right? How awesome is that? How incredible! Oh my goodness! Like, can anybody here give $2.5 million to reach people, to build and to care? Probably not. One day, let's believe that someone will come in that can do that. <laughs> but, you know, together... Together, we can all put money in, all across our 11 locations across Sydney. We can all give. And this is the amount that was pledged. How amazing. Like, I just think, all glory to God, right? Um, and obviously, like we've said, the aim is 100% involvement, 100% fulfillment. Um, I think we've had about 2.1 million come in so far. So we're, the aim is that by the 30th of June, end of financial year, the rest of that money will come in. Beautiful. So today, I'm going to talk a little bit more about building in a sec but and, and how we are building with that money. But I really want to look at the, um, the heart of David and his heart for the house, his heart to build the house of God, right? Like, I don't know if you've read in the Old Testament about David and how passionate he was about building a place for God, building a house for God, right? And um, <clears throat> excuse me. In one, <coughs> in one Chronicles twenty one, um, it actually talks about a situation where David, he he had sinned against God. He had um, he'd sent his uh, one of his guys out and said, "I want you to go and I want you to number all the men in Israel, all the Israelites. I want you to count all the men for me." And, um, and his, his guy was like, what? Like, why would you do that? You know, God's going to increase us. God's, God's got us, you know. And, and his, his man was actually a little bit appalled that he would say, why, why do you have to count everyone? But, um, and, you know, you might think the same thing. It's kind of like, well, you know, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with, like, counting the people? Like, then we know who we've got and la, la, la. But the, the issue actually was pride in David's heart, that he, he'd become proud. It was almost like this pride of who I've got and, and maybe even a pride of, like, you know, oh, we need to make sure we've got enough, you know. Like, there was, there was pride in his heart. And so it says that doing this is actually sinning against God. And, um, you know, I, w- I was thinking about that even with, our, with vision builders, our tithing, our giving, right? Sometimes I go to this place where I'm like, oh my gosh, Vision Builders is coming up again. We don't have enough to give, you know, like there's days where I'm like, oh crap, how are we going to buy some milk this week? You know, like not often, but, and that's probably because of our bad stewardship rather than not having enough money. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, 
probably didn't need that dress, did I? Anyway, uh, thanks, Dave. Um, but, you know, sometimes we go to that place, right? And, and, and I think that it's almost like a little bit of pride in my heart. Like I, sometimes we look at pride like really this arrogant thing. But sometimes pride is actually, a, it is, it's a lack of trust in God. So me saying, oh, you know, we don't have enough. We don't have enough. We, I need to keep it for us, like whatever. It's actually a form of pride. And, um, and Pastor Phil the other week, like I just said before, he challenged us. He said, let's pledge an amount that leaves a gap that only God can fill. And I love that idea, right? And the thing is, like, sometimes as well, um, you know, this month we're preaching right now about the vision, okay? And the thing is that it's not about money, it's about vision, but you actually can't fulfill the vision without money. So I'm sure that many of you here have a dream for your life. Maybe you want to build a house. Maybe you want to buy a business. Maybe you want to, like, get that new dress that you saw in the shops this week. Or maybe you just want to send your kids to a certain school. Or maybe you have this beautiful wedding that you want to plan and, and um, you know, do, right? Like, we all have things that we want to do, yes? Like, who wants to travel? Who wants to go to that exotic, warm location right now? Mm, yes, I've just gone there in my head. Anyway, we all have these things that we want to do. But would you agree with me? We can't do it without money. It's the way the world rolls, right? And so, excuse me, as a church, we have a vision. We have things that we want to achieve, but the truth is we can't do it without money. And then people come back to me and they go, well, Jody, the Bible says the Lord builds the house. Yes, he does. He does build the house, but he does it in partnership with us. And you know what? I honestly, I just think it is the greatest honour and privilege of my life that God would see me as someone that he could partner with to build his house on this earth. What an honour, what a privilege that God would want to use you, that God would want to use your life, that God would want to use your finance, that God would want to use your time and your skill set and your energy and your friendship group and your family. God would want to use all of that to build his house here on the earth. It is the greatest privilege and honour of all time. The Bible says that without vision, the people perish right? If we don't have a vision, we actually kind of like, you know, get a bit like, oh, I've got no vision for my life. I've got no purpose for my life. We get a bit blur, right? Do you love that word? Blur. <laughs> Jess is feeling me with that word. Blur. Well, without vision, the people perish. But the other thing is that without people, the vision can't happen. Without people, without you guys. Thank you. I just watched that water be passed down the row. And I feel like David, I feel like I need to pour it out. The sacrifice that... No, I'm joking. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, without people, the vision can't happen. So, David, he'd gone to this place of pride, right? He'd, he'd said, God, I'm going to count the people, whatever, right? God said to him that you need to go and make an offering. You need to go up to... Now, there's so much in this story, but I can't go there completely today, right? But he said, you need to go up to the threshing floor of Aruna. I don't know how to say his name, so that's how I'm saying Aruna, the Jebusite. And you need to make an offering. You need to make a sacrifice there, okay? It's, and it's the sacrifice is basically sacrificing to God. God, I'm sorry that I did what I did. Here's my offering to you, right? Um, so let's read about that. It's in 1 Chronicles 21. Where are we going from? Verse 18. 
So then the angel of the Lord ordered Gad to tell David to go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Aruana the Jebusite. So David went up in obedience to the word that God had spoken in the name of the Lord. While Aruana was threshing the wheat, he turned and saw the angel. His four sons who were with him hid themselves. Then David approached, and when Aruana looked and saw him, he left the threshing floor and bowed down before David, because David's the king. Let's not forget that, okay? So this guy has got the king approaching him. And he bowed down before David with his face to the ground. David said to him, let me have this site of your threshing floor so that I can build an altar to the Lord, that the plague on the people may be stopped. Sell it to me at the full price. Aruana said to David, take it. Let my Lord the king do whatever pleases him. Look, I will give the oxen for the burnt offerings, the threshing sledges for the wood and the wheat for the grain offering. I will give all of this to you. But King David replied to Aruana, no, I insist on paying the full price. I will not take for the Lord what is yours or sacrifice a burnt offering that costs me nothing. So David paid Aruana 600 shekels of gold for the site. David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. He called on the Lord and the Lord answered him with fire from heaven on the altar of the burnt offering. In 2 Samuel 24, 24, um, it, David actually, the way it says is, David says, I will not sacrifice to God that which costs me nothing. So basically what we have here is we have pride that slipped, slipped into David's heart. God, I don't trust you. I need to count the men. Like, look how awesome I am. God says, no, I want you to go and sacrifice. So David goes up to sacrifice. The king is coming. Now imagine if this is your, your land, right? And the king comes. This is kind of what Arana said. He was like, oh, David, like, you don't have to pay me for it. Take it. Take it all. Like, just have it all. Take what you need to do the offering. To do, And I'm sure we would probably do the same thing. Oh, like, oh, here, just have it. Have it. Like, you're... you're royal, you're holy, like you take it kind of thing, right? But David said, no, I will not sacrifice to God. I will not make a sacrifice to God of that which costs me nothing. I love that. I think it's actually my favorite verse in the entire Bible. I will not sacrifice to God that which costs me nothing. I want to ask you today in your relationship with God and in your partnering with God to build his house, what is it costing you? What, what is your sacrifice? What does it cost you? Is, is, is there a sacrifice? Are you, are you building the house? Are you like partnering with God? Like, yeah, I want to build your house, God. What is the cost for your life? What is the sacrifice for your life? Because I don't know about you, but my heart and my cry, and I'm like, Lord, let it always be this way. I will not sacrifice that which costs me nothing. I will not live a life that costs me nothing because, Jesus, you gave me everything. I will not live a life that, that requires no sacrifice, that requires nothing because, Jesus, you gave it all. Jesus, you gave it all. So how beautiful is that? And then I love, like further down in the story in um, 22 verse 1, David said, the house of the Lord God is going to be here. Right? So he just made this sacrifice on the threshing floor of Aruana and David makes this declaration, the house of the Lord God that David was going to build, the temple, is going to be here. It's going to be here. And get this, people. Stay with me. Over in, where are we going? 2 Chronicles chapter 3, verse 1. 
It says, And Solomon began to build the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem on Mount Moriah, where the Lord had appeared to his father David. It was on the threshing floor of Aruana the Jebusite, the place provided by David. I want to ask you today, I want to tell you today actually, God will build something magnificent on the place of your sacrifice. David made that sacrifice on that threshing floor. He said, no, I, I, thanks for offering me all of that stuff for free, but I want to pay the price. I'm going to sacrifice. It's going to cost me something. And in that place of sacrifice, on that place where he paid that price, God used that place. That was the place where Solomon then built the temple, the house, the most magnificent house that the Queen of Sheba came to and her breath was taken away. Let me tell you, church, as you partner with us in Vision Builders, as you, as you give, as you serve here on a Sunday, as you join a team and serve, as you get involved in building the house, as you go out into your workplace and your, your homes, your neighborhoods, and you invite people into church and you tell them about Jesus, all of that is part of building the church, right? And it costs you something sometimes. It costs you something sometimes to open your mouth and tell people, hey, I go to church, do you want to come with me? It costs us to give to vision builders. It costs us to get here early and serve on team. But I tell you what, God will build the most magnificent thing upon it where you will look back and go, oh my gosh, God, what an honor. You know, like for me, I, I have, was a youth leader for like 17 years. Hello, people, that's 17 years of no Friday nights. Can I just tell you, right? 17 years, no Friday nights. But you know what? I, and it cost me. It did. But I look back and I see so many young people that were in my connect group and young teenagers that I helped lead and whatever. And they are now on staff in churches all around the world, leading churches, actually, worship teams, on recording albums. One of them, Kayla, is now moved to Sydney and she's helping in our kids' team here. She was in my youth connect group back in South Australia, Right, God will build something beautiful on the place of your sacrifice if only you will choose to say, yes, God, I will sacrifice. I love the fact that we can say, C3 Silverwater, C3 Silverwater, the place where Jody and Tim sacrifice. C3 Silverwater, the place where James and Sharon sacrifice. And do you know why? Because part of the money that is being used and given by vision builders is going to pay off the Silverwater building. So we're just going to look at quickly a few things that we're doing with part of the funds. So Tim talked about reaching last year, uh, last week, sorry, and the amount that is given to that. This year we're looking at we build. So part of the funds that are given from vision builders go towards buildings, right? So we build, we use the money to build and upgrade our church locations and our college campuses so that we're creating physical spaces that our people would be proud to bring their family and friends to. We build the house of God so that people can find their home. So this is the amount spent right there. Um, actually, it's different to what I have here, but we'll go with that. Okay, good. Anyway, whatevs. We'll work that out. And if you want to know the exact amount, please come and see us. We'll work it out. So we have three different types of church buildings across our Sydney locations, all right? We have two permanent structures that we own, which is Oxford Falls and Silverwater. We have two permanent leaseholds, which is Roselle and Penrith. So this this is a permanent lease that we have. Praise the Lord. Um, one day we're going to own a building. Amen. 
Amen. All right. And seven weekly rentals of either like community halls, schools, theatres, hotels, zoos. Let's pray for those teams. They have to set up and pack down every week. So obviously, as you know, the power of buying land and building churches, right? Like it gives us a permanent footprint in that area, okay? All of us know rent money is dead money, you know, like everyone wants to buy their house. Like it's the same with the church. We would love to not have to lease a church building, but to actually be able to buy something in the future. And so um, it's good for you to know that the Oxford Falls facility is debt free. It's completely paid off, which is so awesome, right? Um, it's also, so if we're going to go reduce debt, the next slide. So this is part of what we're using the money for. Now, our weekly tithe, like I said, that's the 10% of our income. That goes to running the church, to the um, weekly cost, to staff costs, etc. Whereas Vision Builders offering, part of it contributes to buying land, building buildings, paying loans and maintaining and upgrading the buildings. So for example, our coffee machine that we have at the back there and our new stage and our wallpaper and the wall and stuff like that, like part of the funds that we used for the little upgrade were Vision Builders funds, okay? Um, And also the money is going towards paying off the Silverwater location at the moment, which, listen to this, 2015 was purchased for $5.5 million. In 2019, it's currently valued at $10.5 million. So that building has like doubled, (laughs) Hello. And this year, in the last 12 months, we've paid off $450,000 of that loan. So I think it's exciting as a church. We're, we're, we're staking our claim. We're building. Okay, another thing is upgrading. So, um, yeah, upgrading facilities. So in our, some of our locations, whether it's a drum kit, coffee machine here, lighting or drapes, etc., um, there's a Silverwater planning proposal. They're actually right now zoning in with, uh, sorry, talking to council to try and change the zoning so that they can lease some of the offices out and that would actually give us an income of 300 grand a year. So pray for that. Pray for that council zoning to change. Um, and like I said, yeah, our coffee machine here. C3 College campuses. So the vision for C3 College is to train people for their God-given purpose for all of our Sydney locations and the C3 movement. Um, In 36 years of C3 College, 6,000 people have graduated. How cool is that? Amazing, right? Um, Present numbers on campus during the day and with our night students, we've got 197 people. And online, there's 924 people doing online college at the moment. You know, for some of you, you might feel like, you know what, that's my next step. I need to go to C3 College, whether it's online or part-time to, you know, get more of the word. Um, Our vision for the future is more campuses in Australia for the online college to have a significant impact in every region of C3 and also for online courses in Mandarin, French, German, Spanish and Dutch. Ooh, how cool. And we have beautiful Jess Sylvester last year. She um, she did C3 college at our Silverwater camp location. So she would travel down there with a newborn baby. She did that and... Um, Absolutely amazing. So part of the money that we had for Vision Builders was used to actually create that location there so that people from the West don't have to drive all the way to the Northern Beaches every single, you know, time they have to go to college. But some of you here have done it. I'm pretty sure Lynn Jagger did it and Sarah Weir. So, um, and we've got so many people who have graduated from C3 College um, and have gone all over the world. Currently, Garth Ball, who's just started um, 
C3 Nairobi. Okay, so Garth came to C3 College on a scholarship from Young Adults Conference. He, while he was at college, he felt God impressed the nation of Africa on his heart. In 2010, he went on a trip to Africa with Pastor Pat. And a few years later, as a newly married couple, Garth and his wife Jamie visited Nairobi, where the calling to plant a church was confirmed. In 2015, they planted that church with practically no team. Since then, the church has grown to around 150 members. It's financially self-sufficient and there is plenty of hope for the future. So he was trained in one of our C3 college buildings, which is so good. So that is why we build, right? That's part of what the money is going to. You know, um, back to Chronicles. Go, go with me, back to the Word. Um, in verse 18, God told David to go to that place, to go to the threshing floor of Aaron. God knew that that's where his house was going to be built, right? Right? <clears throat> God, God told David where to go and make the sacrifice. And I, and I felt when I read that, I just felt God say, remind them that I want to speak to them about the sacrifice that they make. That God wants to talk to you about your sacrifice. God wants to talk to you about the amount. Like we already heard it from Tim Foote. Like it's not just some like random amount that you just pick out of the air, but it's actually saying, God, what do you want us to sacrifice? What do you want me to to sacrifice this year. All right, so pray about it. Ask God because he wants to tell you and he wants to build on it. You know, I love that um, our sacrifice, yes, it is about money, but it's also, like I said, about time. You know, this morning I want to honour um, two of our beautiful African women, Eunice and Charlotte, who I know Eunice is probably hiding in that back parents' lounge because she's got a little one. But you know what? They sacrifice a couple of hours of their week on a Saturday, every single Saturday, they come here to the church and they clean the whole place. They vacuum, they dust, they clean the kitchen, they they do it just out of their own beautiful heart for God, right? And and I um I said to Eunice, I was like, oh thank you so much. She's like, oh, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for the Lord. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, good. Yeah, it's good. But I love that. And do you know, she said, she's like, Pastor Jody, let me serve. Let me serve. Like she's like saying, let me sacrifice. And I just love that. I love that heart to build, the heart to build the house because we need. I love James and Sharon this morning and so many others arriving early at the crack of dawn to get here, to set up, to make the house look beautiful, to practice the worship, to, to get things looking good. The kids team like looking after our children so that we can actually sit in here and listen to the service. Like so many people building the house of God, sacrificing. It doesn't cost them nothing. It costs them something, but I love it. And we, we want to thank you and honor you for building the house with us. I love that today is Pentecost Sunday, like Pastor Tim said. And, you know, I want to tell you, church, the Holy Spirit still falls on the place of sacrifice, on the place of waiting, on the place of giving, on the place of sacrifice. The Holy Spirit will fall. Um, you know, if we turn over, sorry, to 1 Chronicles twenty-two fourteen, David says this about the, building the house. He says, I have taken great pains to provide for the temple of the Lord. It cost him something. 
He took great pains. It cost him something. A hundred thousand talents of gold, a million talents of silver, quantities of bronze and iron, too great to be weighed, and wood and stone. And you may add to them, he says to the people. You have many workmen, stonecutters, masons and carpenters, as well as men skilled in every kind of work, in gold and silver, bronze and iron, craftsmen beyond number. Now begin the work of building the house and the Lord be with you. And then David ordered all the leaders of Israel to help his son Solomon. And I love that, that it was about Solomon building the next generation. Building the house is all generations together. It's not just about the older guys going, oh, you know, they're old, they must be rich, they'll take care of it, you know. It's about all of us together. What can we do? How can we build? It's not about going, oh, you know, they've got plenty of people serving on team, they don't need me. It's about going, how can I build? What can I do? You know, Eunice said to me, she goes, I can't come on a Sunday to serve because of the kids, like it's just too much because she's coming on on her own. But I can come in on a Saturday and I can clean the church for you. What is it for you? What can you do? How can you build? It cost David something. He, he took great pains. And I love as well, it talks about workmen, people skilled in their trade. And I know there's so many skilled people in their trade that God is going to use to build the house. I love that Mick um, LaGreca, who is a skilled builder, that he came and helped him to build the coffee area and and so many people, Phil Jagger could tell you the stories of the people who built this stage and wired the whole building out and who painted stuff and, you know, like I could show you pictures of Pastor Tim on the the ladder and throwing paint at the wall, skilled in his trade, right? And God is going to bring more and more people in who are skilled in their trade as well as you who can help build the house. Amen? So 1 Chronicles 29, let's turn over there. I just thought we need to read from the Word, right? I love David. So verse 2 to 5, David says, With all my resources, with all my resources, I have provided for the temple of my God. Gold for the gold work, silver for the silver, bronze for the bronze, iron for the iron and wood for the wood, as well as onyx and for the settings, turquoise, stones of various colours and all kinds of fine stones and marble. All of these in large quantities. Then he says, besides, in my devotion to the temple of my God, I now give my personal treasures over and above everything I have provided for this holy temple. 3,000 talents of gold and 7,000 talents of refined silver for the overlaying of the walls of the buildings, for the work, the gold work and the silver work, for all the work to be done by the craftsmen. Now, who is willing to consecrate himself today to the Lord? Who is willing? I love that David said, you know, yes, I've, I'm the king and I've given, you know, we've, we've got everything organized to build the house. But now because of my devotion to the house of God, I'm going to give out of my personal finances. And I want to ask you, do you have a devotion for the house today? Do you have a devotion for your God where you're like, God, I just want to build your house. And then in verse 10, David says, David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly, saying, Praise be to you, O Lord, 
God of our Father Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything in heaven and earth is yours. Do you have that revelation? Everything in heaven and earth is his. Yours, O Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Wealth and honour come from you. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and we praise your glorious name. And get this, verse 14. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? Everything comes from you and we have given you only what comes from your hands. You know what, vision builders, we can get an attitude about it. We can be like, oh gosh, the church wants more money. But you know what, in reality, honestly, it is a noble cause. It is the most beautiful cause, building the house of God. And in reality, who am I God? And who who are these people? that we should be able to give as generously as this for everything we have comes from you, God. It is not ours. It is all from him in the first place. And then 16, O Lord our God, as for all this abundance that we have provided for building you a temple for your holy name, it comes from your hand and all of it belongs to you. I know, my God, that you test the heart and you are pleased with integrity. All these things I have given willingly and with honest intent. And now I have seen with joy how willingly your people who are here have given to you. And I tell you, it brought Tim and I such joy, last vision builders, to see people walk to the front and make their pledge and say, yes, we want to build the house. It gives us such joy when we walk in on a Sunday and there's people everywhere just building and setting up and sacrificing. It gives us such joy. And then David prays and he says, keep the desire in the hearts of your people forever and keep their hearts loyal to you. That is my prayer. God, keep my heart this way, that I would always want to build, that I would always want to sacrifice, that I would always have a heart that longs to build the house of God. And I want to ask you today, church, as the team come, will you build with us? Will you build with us? Will you partner with us? Will you rally around the cause of Christ? Will you rally around the cause of building the house of God, building the church? And you might say today, Jody, okay, you've, you've talked about vision. How else can I build with you? How, how can you build with us? You can pray. You can pray. Put the church as a prayer point on your prayer list. Pray for Tim and myself and Frankie. Pray for our church. Pray. Prayer, you know, we can give all the money in the world, but if we're not praying, nothing's going to happen. Prayer is everything. Prayer brings breakthrough. Prayer leads the way. It opens doors that no man can open. Pray. Pray with us. The second thing you can do in building with us is to show up. Is to show up. To be here every Sunday and bring people with you. Like Pastor Tim said, to think of someone who's not here today and give him a call and say, hey, is everything all right? Oh my gosh, your family's sick. Let me pray for you right now. Hey, next week in church, let's sit together. Let's let's have lunch afterwards as well. Show up to the prayer meeting on Tuesday fortnightly or Thursday morning. Show up and pray with us. Last Tuesday prayer meeting, it was me and Dave Bell. We prayed for an hour together. (laughs) It was powerful. Yeah, when two, praise the Lord that it says when two or three are gathered. 
Whew, lucky. <laughs> that was a joke. Yep. <laughs> Show up. Be it stuff. Even if it's just one of you as a couple that can come. And if you can't get here, pray at home. Tuesday night, 7 p.m., just pray for an hour at home. Or make it later if the kids are being crazy. <laughs> You can serve. That's how you can build with us. You can serve. You can join a team. Go to Next Step. Learn about the culture and the history. Learn about all the different things, the culture of the church. And then join a team. Say, yep, I'm in. I'm in, Jody and Tim. Don't, yeah, honestly, one of the best things that you can do for us to help us build is to say, Jody and Tim, we are all in. We're going to pray for you. We're going to show up. We're going to be there. And we're going to, we're going to, um, we're going to serve. We're going to join a team. We're going to help you build this house. We're going to join a connect group. We're going to invite people to our connect group. And then finally is to give. Because like I said, we can have all the vision in the world, but without money, it's tough. <laughs> so you can give. So I ask you these next two weeks, because we would obviously love all of you to be at the dinner with us. It's a lot of fun. It's a sacred, beautiful moment. It's a free dinner. Get to dress up and look all pretty or handsome and so you know sign up at the back there but if you can't make the dinner on the Sunday we'll be doing a live stream Pastor Phil will be sharing his heart and then we're all going to have a moment where we can make that pledge and say God I'm in God I'm not going to live a life that costs me nothing I'm not going to live a life that costs me nothing and I love this Pastor Phil says the cause that I'm living for is it big enough to risk my life for Is it significant enough to give my all for? Is it important enough for me to overcome any opposition that comes my way? And trust me, when you decide to build the house, opposition will come your way. Is it risky enough for me to take bold steps of faith for? Let's take bold steps of faith together, church. And is it eternal enough for me to sacrifice what I have on earth for it? I love that one. Because the cause of Christ building the house, building the church, it is an eternal cause. It is an eternal cause. And for me, I've decided that this cause is enough for me to give what I have on earth for it. I could keep that money for myself, but I can't take it to heaven with me. Or I could give it and it can go further than my feet or my time ever could. I could sleep in on a Sunday or I could come early and serve. Time, our breath, our life is but a breath. And it's over. Eternity. Eternity. It's for eternity. I could just live for myself, walk through my days, walk through this arcade during the week and not talk to people, not worry about, you know, having conversations, getting to know people. Or I could say, no, actually, it's not about me. It's about an eternal cause. My time here on earth is nothing. I want to make it count. I don't want to live a life that costs me nothing. Why don't you just close your eyes with me? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, if you're sitting here today, you're like, Jody, wow, this cause that you're living for, you know, building the church, I, I really, I don't even know this Jesus that, that, you, that you're building. I don't even know why you would build the church. Today, the, the reason we build is because of Jesus. It's because Jesus came. He gave his life. He gave his all so that we could be in relationship with him and so that we could have eternal life in heaven forevermore today if you're sitting here and you say I don't know that Jesus, Jesus the way you do I've never given my heart to him, I've never given my life to him and today you say Jodie I want to do that 
Or Jody, I've wandered away. I've drifted. I'm not close to Him anymore. But today I want to give my life back to Him. Or today, Jody, if something were to happen and I was to pass away, I'm not sure that I would go to heaven. And today I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. If that's you today, any of those three things, I just want you to lift your hand. One of our team members is there just to give you a Bible. But if that's you, just lift your hands. You say, Jody, I want to know Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to come on this adventure, this journey that you're talking about. Jody, I've wandered away. I've drifted. I'm not close to Him today. I need to give my life back to Him. I need to give my heart back to Him. Jody, I'm not sure if I were to pass away today, what would happen, where I would go. Today, I just want to make sure. If that's you, lift your hand today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for the days that are coming where every seat will be filled in this place. Lord, where we will have to go to multiple services because we cannot contain the people that walk through these doors. I thank you, Jesus. We don't look at empty seats today and get depressed, but Jesus, we thank you that they will be filled. We thank you, Jesus, that more and more and more seats will be put out every single week. We thank you, Jesus, the day is coming where we will give that altar call and hundreds of hands will be raised, Jesus. We thank you for the day where many people will respond to the call for salvation, to giving their lives to you, Jesus. And we thank you, Jesus, Lord, for every vision builder. I thank you, Jesus, for every person sitting here who has made that decision to say, yes, I'm in. I'm going to build the house. I'm going to serve. I'm going to pray. I'm going to show up. I'm going to, I'm going to give. And I thank you, Lord, for the sacrifice of your people. Lord, I pray, God, that you would call each of us to a new level of sacrifice, a new level today where we say, God, we are all in. Lord Jesus, where we say, God, my heart is engaged and my heart is aligned to the vision of building the house. Lord God, where we say my hands are engaged in serving, in giving, in showing up. God, my life is engaged. It is all about You. I am living for a cause greater than myself. Lord, I thank You, Jesus, for a new level of sacrifice. Lord, for people who say, God, we will not live lives that cost us nothing because You gave us everything. We honour You today, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Just let it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 